It's the internet, you're busy, let's do this. Welcome to the Games Meet the Science podcast. This is the podcast where we decide everything about the world of games so you don't have to do it yourself. I am your host, Jeffrey Grubb. With me, Mike Minotti. Hey, hey. Uh, in today's episode, we're going to go over the news, talk about some games. And actually, I lied to Mike. I said we're just going to do the news, but I came up with an idea last minute. We're going to yeah, do it I saw real quick. This. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it's a pretty good idea. Uh, so, right. uh, I'm on vacation. Uh, I've decided to come in for the podcast because it's just easier, and I like talking to my old friend Michael. Um, so uh, I'm gonna we're just gonna try to make it a quick episode because I should just get back to sitting around and doing nothing, and then I'm taking a road trip to Mount Rushmore later this week. So uh, I figured we could talk about the the who should be on the Mount Rushmore of games. Now, are we talking like fictional characters or like people? I think it should be care. I should. Be, I think it should be the fictional characters, but maybe we could do both. I don't know. Probably just uh, not both. No one's got yeah. time for that. No, yeah, yeah, ain't nobody got time for that. Um, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, first, I want to thank everybody for joining us. You can get more from Michael and me at GameSpeed.com. I'm calling you Michael this week. I'm just apparently. Feeling it. What are you, my mom? Yeah, apparently, Michael. Michael, Michael. get up. It's time for school. Why is um, my mom Jewish? Because <laughs> all moms are. But when you dig down deep enough, they all are. Uh, <laughs> If you have something to share with us, email the podcast at gamesplus_podcast at venturebeat.com or on Twitter at, at gamesbeat or at gbdecides. If you're watching on Facebook or YouTube or Twitch, uh, you can subscribe to this podcast. There's an audio version on a- Apple Podcasts, Google Play, everywhere else, wherever you're catching your pods. Finally, if you like the show, rate us on Apple Podcasts. It'll help people find us. So, Mike, um, oh, I guess, I mean, you're the one who's been working this week. What's What's been going on? What you've been up to? What should I know? Covering your slack, you bum. Yeah, huh? Uh, yeah, damn right. Gosh, you know me. I have a bad... I don't think anything... It's been a, It's kind of a slower news week, uh, per se, you know? Yeah, honestly, I knew it kind of would be. That's one of the reasons I take my uh, vacation at this time right. is because um, it's, it's like the... It's the one of the weeks right before Madden comes out, and that's yeah. always like the start of the fall. Yeah, like and it comes out, seasons, and it's just a, a sprint until the end of the year. It's ramping up soon. We'll have that. We'll have Mario and Rabbids soon, and I know a bunch of people did their preview events for that game, but yeah. just you know, working. Yep. Well, what have you been playing? Mega Man, like usual, but this time you know in a new package. <laughs> uh, we can talk about this, right? Uh, you would know better than I. I mean, there's collections of games that have been around forever. I could, you know, yes, we can talk about playing Mega Man. Yeah. Okay. So Mega Man Legacy Collection came out last year, and this is Mega Man Legacy Collection 2. That's right? Right. So this is... So the first one was 1 through 6, which I criticized it for a little bit, because we had, like, a Mega Man Anniversary Collection that came out for, like, the PlayStation 2 and GameCube that had Mega Man's 1 through 8, right. which at that time were, like, all of them. So it seemed a little cheap to me to do 1 through 6. But now we have 7 through 10 in Mega Man Legacy Collection 2. And I, I, so in, you know, seven and eight uh, are actual like classic Mega Man games. And then I, I always think, I think this is weird that it's like Legacy Collection nine and 10 when those are like, you know, throwbacks. I mean, I know they are made in the exact same style, but it's still, it's a little weird. I mean, I'm glad I they're mean, in there. I'm not complaining. It's right. just, the it's Legacy just moniker is a little bit strange. I mean, this is, yeah. it kind of feels like a rounding out sort of a thing. Like, uh, some people want the other ones. I mean, mm. it, it, it's weird because 
when you think about Mega Man, the two most popular games are always going to be two and three. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then seven, you know, seven and eight, especially kind of have a, a very mixed legacy. Right. Say. I was actually just playing eight right before we started. Uh, it was actually a little bit more traditional than I remembered, but it was still very different than core Mega Man. I, there's, it's just, it feels very much like, uh, like it was inspired by the platformers of that time rather than, I really liked Mega Man eight at the time. I thought it was like, yeah. it was really, we, we weren't getting a whole lot of 2d games then like sprite based right. 2d games. Yeah. It looks really cool. It was colorful. It's it, so it like looks a lot different from the X games. It was on uh, PlayStation, right? It was on, yeah, PlayStation. It was on PlayStation and Saturn. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I, I thought it was really neat at the time. It, it, some of it has aged pretty poorly, specifically the anime cutscenes. Like, but like that's almost a plus now because the uh, the your voiceover <laughs> is incredible in it. Like Doctor Wiley's okay. doing this weird Elmer Fudd thing. Uh, like he's like messing up takes in the middle of like the the actual lines they put in the game. It's incredible. Man, that's good. The anime scenes are just like Mega Man sounds like a of six-year-old girl yes oh i only heard just like he went yeah. dr wiley and it was on my hump and apparently he's a little jewish girl too i don't know what's going on that quick wave that. mega man <laughs> that's a good uh, yeah. question it's uh, so yeah I, i'm i'm, I'm kind of want to play that one specifically for all these reasons but uh i i guess i was going to ask you you said two and three are like the, the big mega man games uh what do you think are like like after that like not not including the X series out of these 10 like what do you think are like the next ones I, well, that, I would say pro- I would say 9 and 10 almost Not 9 for sure that's kind of the good news is that 9 is probably the third best Mega Man game it, right. it's really and I actually played through that one already on the collection and it, it is still fantastic I yeah. love 9 uh, I never I, and that came I, that came out on the Wii in like what like 2009 10 Yeah so the, it was pretty early, it was kind of back before all these retro throwbacks right. really a thing so it was like really fresh back then right you're playing like this like oh it looks just like an nes game it's it kind of a big deal at that yeah time. it was awesome yeah and it, I, it, I remember really liking that idea and it was really cool because like yeah it replicates the look at the nes games but also kind of got rid of a lot of like the blubber like there, there was no charge shot which was actually really nice um, no slide even, which I, I can, you know, take this. I like the slide find. It's kind of why I like Mega Man 3. But just there was like a simplicity to it. The, the bosses were really neat. The levels were designed really well. Titan is also really good. It, I, I think it gets a little bit more flack. Probably, you know, it wasn't quite as fresh an idea because it came out pretty right. shortly after 9, like a year or two later. It was kind of like, oh, we're doing this again, I guess. But it's still really good. It's, uh, I'm playing, th- I'm kind of playing through it right now. It seems like it might be a little bit easier than I was. Nine got a little flack for being hard, but I kind of like that about it. But yeah, nine and yeah. ten are very good um, because they don't have that. Because four, five, six, the those NES ones, they kind of have like the the charge shot, and it was a little bit of you know, I, I don't know, something was something was wearing on that series a little bit. I don't mm-hmm. know why nine and ten were able to just kind of feel a little bit fresher as some time had passed. Seven's the weird one, man. Seven's a weird entry. It's, uh, Maybe that, that might be the one I'm I'm thinking of when I think when I was like trying to like go back and I played eight. I'm like, oh, I thought this was way different, more different than it is. Um, what what is well, seven? Seven's like? not like so. I mean, was that also a PlayStation game? No, it was Super Nintendo. It was the only oh, weird. main number one to come on Super Nintendo. It's just weird because Super Nintendo is so dominated by the X series, and that's what you think right. of. Mega Man Seven came out after X. And X kind of had all this, you know, flashy stuff like the dash, the wall climb. Mega Man Seven is pretty much Mega Man, but sixteen-bit graphics, and and you know, it's it's just weird because it's like the music just doesn't sound like Mega Man music because it's on the Super Nintendo. 
Uh, like, like, Mega Man X was able to, like, carve out its own identity of what Mega Man music can sound like. Mega Man 7 just kind of sounds weird. Yeah, it kind of has that problem a little bit, too. Mega Man X had that DMX soundtrack. Yeah. X gonna give it to you. So that was just, yeah, yeah you gotta have that. Uh, and it was also, like, it, it, everything seemed to zoom in too far. Like, like the pixels yeah, were too that, big. Like, this is the game I'm remembering far, then. Yeah, you yeah. couldn't see far enough ahead of you, which in a Mega Man game, for all the platforming and the enemies, it'll it just get really annoying mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, so yeah, Mega, like Mega Man Seven, kind of in a lot of ways felt like the stalest entry. It's not like a bad game, but it wasn't you know for like hoping like Mega Man Seven. Now it's on Super Nintendo. We already had X, but what are they going to do here? It turns out not much. Right? Yeah, X is where the 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 like the series continued in the in a logical path, and Seven was just this weird offshoot. Yeah. Right. So yeah, yeah, Seven's kind of this. So Seven and Eight are both kind of in that weird place where they're the only ones to come out in their like respective generations in the main line. But right. nine, yeah, nine and ten are great for like that throwbackiness. Now, the weird thing that I don't know if it's weird, but they they they've admitted Mega Man and Base. I don't know how much you know about Mega Man and Base. Uh, I know a little bit. I mean, I know there is Base as well as Mega Man. Right. So it's it was actually made after Mega Man Eight with most of like the Mega Man Eight assets, but made for Super Nintendo again, which is kind of interesting. But it, it's it's basically it's it's own Mega Man game. Uh, yeah, so you could play as Mega Man or Base. It has some recycled bosses for me, but mostly new things. I mean, it is, you know, a, a full-on entry in the series by most people's calculations. Even at the end of Mega Man 9, they do that cute thing where, like, they show you all the different times where Mega Man Wildly was begging for mercy at the end. They show, you know, nine shots there because one of them is from Mega Man and Base even. So, like, that's kind of like an acknowledgement. Huh, well, it's weird. a main series game. But you know, especially when this one already has four compared to the... Six as in the last one. I, I feel like you could have thrown Mega Man and Base in here. I, I think I played Mega Man and Base on the Game Boy. Did they have a Game you Boy? You had to have, because uh, in Japan, it, it don't, for a while, it was only available in Japan. It never came out on the Super Nintendo in America. Oh, okay. So that must have been it. All right. Yeah, it was actually one of the first games I played a, a ROM translation of back in the day, because like I really oh, wow. wanted to play it. But yeah, we, we finally got it. When they made a Game Boy Advance version, we finally got it officially. But yeah, it just seems like that would have been a, a an easy yeah, thing I mean, why to not? include. Like, yeah, I mean it's uh, if Nintendo can include Star Fox two, um, Capcom can include you know Mega Man and Base. That, that's, um, kind of, that's kind of my complaint with these collections in general. Is that like uh, the bonuses are like the things you expect, like the music player um, and you know the art, like oh, yeah, the art. Right. The challenges are nice, but like there's so many cool little Mega Man things you could have thrown in there. Like a lot of just like weird little Mega Man games. Like, like again, the anniversary collection had like. The two weird Mega Man, like not fighting games they made, but they made like boss rush arcade games, basically. Yeah. And they threw those in there. There's like that weird Mega Man racing game they made for the PlayStation that we never got to play in the West. That would have been like a fun, weird thing to throw in there. Um, They're not going to do like a Mega Man Legacy Collection 3, right? I mean, there's nothing to do. Yeah, they'd have to go Mega Man X Collection, but like. I mean, well, I mean, Mega Man Legacy Collection 3, as in, like, this is where you include Mega Man Soccer and all those other weird games, but they should have just put those games in these as well. Yeah, it would have been neat. Oh, God, Mega Man Soccer, give me that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, those are some of those games are very good. People have like a lot of love and affinity for those games. So yeah, like, but the point is, is that they're not going to include include those games in a future collection if they're not going to include them here. So So it's... it, this one definitely feels much more of a only for Mega Man's thing than even the first one did. And the first one was yeah. already pretty only for Mega Man fans. Like this one, you must really love Mega Man a lot if you're going to pay this collection price, basically to have nine and ten and like maybe play through seven and eight again as a curiosity. But 
I mean, I'll forget, like, even playing through Mega Man 9, I love it, but to do it one time takes an hour and a half. It's, you know, if you know what you're doing, it's not super long. Right. I mean, I, it's nice to have those games in just, like, ready-to-go modern form. I mean, um, was Mega Man 9 even on Steam, like, before this? No, no. Yeah, yeah it's actually, so- it's actually. I, I was really happy because it was hard. I think there might have been... I think nine, like the Xbox 360 version, was backwards compatible. But okay, you know, like yeah, I had it. Yeah, but I don't know how well that worked. Everyone had already bought it on Wii at that point. So yeah, everyone had, owned a Wii, right? Exactly. I had the, like, I had those games on Wii. They never made them for 3DS even, which was weird. Right. So I was it turns just, out Nintendo not big on digital backward compatibility. So yeah, yeah, right. So I haven't I haven't even looked at that game. Like had a real, uh, chance to play because I've had my Wii plugged in. God knows how long. So yeah, it was cool just to like boot the game up. And I, I was actually at a point where I wasn't even aware like what games were on here. So I booted it up and I saw nine and 10 and I'm like, Oh, this is kind of cool. I'm really glad they're here. So it was a nice surprise. Right, That, that was definitely that. my biggest kind of bummer with the first one was right. not, not so much that seven and eight weren't there, but that nine and 10 weren't right. Yeah. And it seemed like there was no reason, but this is the reason they're coming out with it this is, sequel. Yeah, so yeah. Um, real quick about this, uh, Capcom, what's your kind of general thoughts on them as kind of longtime Mega Man fan? They, uh, <laughs> I saw a tweet today saying they are going to be putting resident evil revelations one and two on there. And I think, you, did you write up that story? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and someone like posted it like a, a picture, like they're also changing their name from the capsule company to the port company. Um, is, is that kind of where Capcom is where it's kind of all ports all the time? I mean, they're definitely taking a bit of a back step from a lot of AAA production. But, I mean, you know, they released Resident Evil 7 uh, yeah, this year, really and, well. it, and it did really well. The problem is, like, what franchises do they have that they're going to make big AAA games out of? The last Devil May Cry kind of bit them in the butt. The last Dead, Dead Rising 4 didn't do very well. Lost Planet's kind of a dead franchise. Um, mm. They don't know what to do with Mega Man. Uh, they, like, <laughs> they, they, they kind of, like killed that series momentum out of spite when Inafune left and now it's like that now they don't really know what to do with it at this point except to make collections like I, I have no yeah. idea that, that's it's at this point I have no idea what like a new Mega Man game would even look like it's, it's been so long um they're gonna have to do something with that franchise eventually because it's one of the bigger things they have and then people are kind of already crapping on uh Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite before it comes out so yeah, I, 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 it, it sounds like some of the fans of, the, of that fighting game are are kind of still defending it, but uh, I mean, it's just coming out in such a uh, such a heady time for fighting games. Where so many like Tekken Seven it seems like it has completely brought back that franchise. It was the number one seller last month or whatever, or you know, two months ago. Uh, and you know, Injustice Two continues to sell well. So with these games that are not just like like getting like critically acclaimed, that are also selling well to come out with a game that might feel half baked in the way that Marvel versus Capcom infinite feels. It's going to be rough, but yeah. Yeah. Capcom. They do have, um, they have monster hunter. I mean, maybe monster hunter world will be a big deal, but yeah, I mean that, and that's their attempt to make that a big deal in the West and we'll, we'll see how that goes. I, I mean, it feels like those um, East to West, West to East conversions never work the way companies want them to, but maybe this It'll will be the watch, one. Man. Did you remember that catching on? So, Oh yeah. To- I mean, God, I, you, there was a time <laughs> when you just couldn't walk 10 feet with a kid. <laughs> screaming in your face about yokai watch and how they're not ghosts they're yokai don't you dare get it wrong man i remember that time uh, <laughs> uh yeah exactly um michael you got another game on here the strange journey shin megami tensei how's that going it's going pretty well kind of you know i always kind of forget just how dungeon crawlery these the main shin megami tensei games are which is 
very strange when you're introduced to Persona, which are like practically visual novels with right. all this character development and all stuff. Like there's 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 a there's plot in these games, but not a lot of like story and like character development and, and stuff like that. It is pretty dungeon crawlery, but you know it, it, that kind of makes it a nice bedtime game. You know, just make some progress, watch something on YouTube while I'm in bed. Uh, yeah, and I, it's a very unhealthy habit. Probably. I should probably just go to bed when I'm tired and fall asleep, and instead I'm like playing my 3DS and watching yeah. videos and doing all this stuff. But <laughs> uh, I, yeah, yeah, it's good to my night ritual. It's fun, but uh, yeah, it's it's it, I'm getting the hang of it. It kind of does like the Persona games are known when you attack an enemy weakness, you get to take another turn. The way this game works is if you attack an enemy weakness, then everybody in your party would like kind of gang up for an attack also. Mm-hmm. But it's only if they're the same alignment as you. And the alignments are kind of mm-hmm. like D&D style, where there's uh, Law, Neutral, and Chaos. And those are like the three ones. So you want to like... So is there, is there all benefit to having the same alignment? Yes. No, no downside? Pretty much. So your party members are the demons you... And it's only just you and whatever demons you negotiate with and get on okay. your party. So sometimes you just make, especially early on, it's taking a bit for me to just make sure I have everybody who's the same alignment as me. And it's another thing you kind of grind for. Because, you know, again, recruiting demons in these games, you have to negotiate with them, which can be a pain because you have to basically guess the answers when you're talking to them. Like, you don't, you don't really know what's going to make them happy or mad a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I'm enjoying it. It's fun. I, I was kind of not mad, but I didn't seem to like Shimigami Tetsai 4 as much as some people. I think I'm already digging this a little bit better just because okay, the setting's a little bit more unique with the whole going to the uh, Antarctica and all that stuff. So, well, well that's good. I'm, I'm glad you're still uh, enjoying that game. That's uh, that's something. Um, uh, the only other thing I've really been spending time with this week is kind of. Um, since I've had a little bit of time uh, from vacation, uh, I've been kind of looking at all my hardware and sort of fine tuning everything on my PC. And I just discovered like, this is like the big thing. Like I've been using a new mouse and stuff like that. And I've been messing around with key mining on my keyboard. But the big thing is on my monitor, I like dug in the settings and I was like, Oh, what's, how does game mode really work? And it turns out there's not a, nothing really major there. It just kind of changes the color temperature of my monitor. But I found a, a thing that puts like a hard reticle, on my monitor at all times. And it's basically like uh, I have three options, but the one I use is this circle crosshair and it has a little box in the middle. And if I'm playing something like PUBG, it lines up perfectly with where I'm supposed to be shooting. So all I got to do is put the person's head in this box and it doesn't matter what gun I'm using. I always have the same crosshairs and it's, I think it's made a big difference. Like I've been getting a lot more kills, like surviving a lot more uh, intense situations uh, because of this thing, and it sounds like it, you're a cheater to me. It, yeah, everyone keeps telling me that it sounds like cheating, but I, I mean, you could put like a sharpie on your monitor too. Like everyone can <laughs> just do this. Like, but it's like, yeah, it's just built into my monitor. So, hmm. uh, it's yeah, it's really interesting. Like, uh, there's also this thing. I, I don't have this, but there's like, I, it's a similar thing where uh, you basically get this like little suction cup red dot, and you put it on the middle of your screen, and then like you just have it like going at all times, and it's just this giant glowing dot. And yeah, I don't use that, but. That's a little bit too far. You'll be but happy yeah, to know. It's been fun kind of messing around. You'll be happy to know both my brothers have got PUBG, so I've been playing it with them a bit, doing some duo yeah. games here and there. And I saw you and uh, AJ on a, a lot last night. What was how'd it go? Like, what'd you guys, what'd you guys think? We were doing pretty good until we had to fight people, but not bad. We uh, <laughs> like one time we got to seventh place just because we like started like one area. I think everybody like we were we're in that town on the bottom left. 
because like the like oh, as soon more... as the plane flew over it, yeah. And mm-hmm. we just kind of hung out there for a while. And then the first circle was there, so we didn't have to move. And then, like, the circle started moving north. So we were going north, but everybody else was kind of coming at it from the south. So we were pretty mm-hmm. good for a while. But Yeah, if you come from a, a weak side of the circle, yeah, you could do really well. Yeah, at that point, it's just a matter of um, staying sharp when you do run into someone so you're not cold. On right, that was the problem. We were doing pretty good. And then at one point, we were, we were trying to move forward again. We just got picked off. Yep. Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like both of your brothers are kind of getting into. It. I know Ash guy at least is very much enjoying it. Um, at least kind of like when he was gotten into the top ten a couple times, he seemed very excited. Yeah, so Chris is like, we, have, we haven't like squad up yet. We, I just played duos with both of them independently, but, but it's been fun. Cool. Yeah. No, I'm I'm very I'm very happy to hear that. Mm-hmm. All right, Mike. Let's get into the news. Um, sure. Speaking of PUBG, that game is uh, continued continuing to do very well. You remember a couple weeks ago? Might have been like last week or the week before. We talked about how it um, beat GTA Five to have like the most concurrence of all time uh, for a non Steam game or non Valve game, except for Fallout Four. Well, it beat Fallout Four now, so it now is it is uh, officially the the biggest like most concurrent players. For a game on Steam not made by Valve, um, it probably, I mean, it's hard to say, but it probably won't ever beat Counter-Strike's uh, number. I'm not sure what that is right now, but that's pretty high, and it, I'm, sure. it'll probably never be Dota 2. But uh, beating Fallout 4, that's impressive. That's crazy. That's so it's like, yeah. yeah, it's almost 500,000 players all playing at the same time. And that's just like a, a couple weeks after having, you know, set a new high at around 350,000. Yeah, you wonder how high it's going to go for this game. Yeah. You know, it's not even really out uh there's going to be a lot of new features at some point there's going to be right. like the actual release right like, so. it, like yeah like like no it hasn't been discounted um i feel like if there's a winner like if, if it gets discounted during uh the holiday sale this year before christmas on steam i think that's gonna like really shoot up the number this that's holiday. the nice thing about playing this game right now is like it, it's it feels like a good investment because this game's gonna be around for a while yeah totally and it's yeah it's gonna come in waves where like a ton of new players come in so you can go in there and like enjoy having that tactical advantage over other people so so yeah um it, it's kind of it's kind of nuts and yeah it feels like it's only gonna get bigger Radeon RX Vega unveiled. So AMD is coming out with basically their next gen graphics cards. Um, maybe earlier this year and late last year, they had the Polaris cards, which were uh, slightly more powerful, slightly more efficient um, than some of their previous generations. But mostly those were about uh, getting bang for your buck. It was about $200 graphics cards that could run 1080p 60 frames per second really well, uh, you know, at, at that relatively inexpensive price. The Vega cards are the ones meant to compete with the 1080 and the 1080 Ti. Uh, so the RX Vega uh, 64, that's $500. The RX Vega 56, $400. Coming out August 14th. Um, I'm hoping to get my hands on them, kind of see how they com- they compare. Uh, but it's kind it's kind of nice to see AMD finally kind of come out with their next like high end graphics. Can I cards. get my hands on them. I want. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, uh, honestly, uh, when I get done testing these, if you need a new card, like, well, yeah, hey, I could probably shoot it over a to little you. Bit. Yeah, cool. Um, I, I am. I, yeah, the department's like I could use a card. I might, might want to get one. Yeah, I, I really want to see how they perform. I, I mean, AMD's been doing really well over the last. Uh, I mean, I know you kind of have to play PC games as your PC games editor, but I've been playing a lot of PC games these days. Yeah, I mean, well, any help there would be fine with me. <laughs> so yeah, totally. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I want to help you. <laughs> well yeah you want to help me by taking things away from me yeah um you don't need things yeah another PUBG story i yeah. th- th- this did we touch Sorry. on this last week i can't remember the uh, crate system the crates I, and keys 
I can't. There's something else, maybe, but yeah, it's like the first time players are kind of raging a little bit, huh? Yeah, I, mean, I think we did talk about that a little bit. Uh, again, the point is they are definitely going to be doing the crates and keys after it's leaving early access, like it's confirmed. Um, right now, they're just testing it, and yeah, now what's going to go for? Is it just cosmetics in there? Oh yeah, yeah. What, what are people mad about? That they that they don't like paying money. They let they, they just pay money. Yeah, I know, but they think they, 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 I don't know. I, I, okay, I'm trying to be sympathetic to people who are like, hey, I paid $30 <laughs> for this early access game. You shouldn't do this in early access. Okay. But it, like, uh, you, uh, they, they got to test it, though. I mean, you know, they're going to do it. And if you're okay with it being, like, if it was a fully released game and they did this and you're okay with that, which I, I doubt you would be okay with that, but that's what they claim they're mad is they're just doing it now before the game's really out. Um, but it, it seems like, yeah, it's, they have to test it. They're not. They're going to use the money to to fund their their esports event. Which okay, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with that. I could see maybe people like, well, no, just pay for that, and uh, you know, you already have enough money. Just pay for it yourself. And then, but they're going to give the rest of the money anything over the three hundred fifty thousand dollars they're promising for this prize pool to charity. So it just seems like they're trying to test the payment system and make sure everything works before doing it in the final game, so people don't get mad at them later. There's no winning. There's going to be something like there's something like this was going to happen. Blue Crates was yeah. obviously going to probably be it. Yeah, I mean, it's whatever. You, so you just some said characters are going to get a trench coat. Yeah, yeah, the game's going to be around for years. They have to fund it some way. I mean, $30 like from 5 million people is a lot of money. But it's not a lot of money in you know 2020 when this game is still going to be running and many of these players are still going to be playing and they haven't put in any new money. Like... Let a small group of people who want to pay for everything fund the game, and yeah, like the rest of us can enjoy, you know, without having to pay for cosmetics. I mean, I, I don't know, maybe it's, I don't know the whole story here, but this seems fine to me. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be just fine. Um, Persona Five has shipped more than 1.8 million copies worldwide. Uh, I, I think that's pretty impressive for a, a, a JRPG. I think it's got to be pretty oh, good for Sega. It's pretty good for something that that should be niche like persona right but okay yeah it's just like sometimes things are just so good at like the niche thing they do that they break borderline mainstream anyways mm -hmm. that's kind of and it's been slowly happening with persona for a bit where like the last few ones have been getting like better and better at and, playing and bigger and bigger yeah yeah and then this one kind of had like the bonus of like not only that but just having this really slick presentation to it that I think attracted a lot of people. Like you saw that like people did that meme everywhere where they're like putting right. the, the battle overlay on top of things, you know? Yeah. It's like the whole game is just, is like that. It's just this really, yeah, people cosplay experience. as the menu system. Yeah. Like not just yeah. like well, characters. Yeah. Well, yeah. What's the last time like, a menu system was like a big selling point for a, a <laughs> game. Uh, I loved this game. I thought it was uh, fantastic. One of the best JRPGs I've played. One of the best games this year. Um, so I'm happy for its success. Yeah, and it's uh, mm -hmm. it kind of guarantees that Persona is going to be around for a while. It, uh, yeah, well, it just keeps getting bigger and selling. It's going to be like you know Fire Emblem. It, I think yeah. they, they have a very similar trajectory. Those remember, they kind of turned Persona Four into a, like its own franchise with like a fighting game, right. and music game. And there's already rumors that that stuff's going to be happening again with uh, this one. And fine by right. me. I, I bet we can get. Uh, I bet we can expect Persona Five Golden in one way or another. Pretty so, soon. Yeah, enough. there'll be something like that. I mean, six will be a ways off again, probably, yeah. and that's fine. And that's fine. Kind of. I like kind of having like the. the, the, the mm -hmm. They announced the Persona Five anime too, which in the Persona Four, I don't watch much anime, despite being the weeb I am. I know, <laughs> but I did. I did get the Persona Four anime, and it was actually pretty good. So uh, maybe that'll be good too. 
Um, speaking of sales, Nintendo uh, from April to June 2017, ARMS is at 1.18 million. Mario ARMS, Kart million seller. Yeah, million seller ARMS. That's a uh, that's something right there. Um, Mario Kart 3.54 million. Zelda 3.92 million. Uh, and they got uh, they have a 450 percent increase in smart device and IP related income. So that's their their mobile games as well as like f- licensing their IP to other people for like T-shirts or whatever. Um, that's uh, those are a lot of big numbers. Um, especially uh, all these are Switch games. I, well, I guess Zelda's on the Wii U as well. But like uh, I think these might just be Switch. Those are just the Switch numbers. I'm pretty sure actually. Yeah. yeah. So uh, for a system that is only been out a couple months, you know, March to till June and like Zelda, those are only the April to June numbers for like Zelda, 4 million copies, not including its launch month. That's uh that's a big, big round number that kind of should give Nintendo a lot of confidence. And I, I, I'm wondering if uh, they're really going to start like doubling down on the investment they're doing in their software. And we can expect like, like many, many more games coming out of Nintendo, uh, like even more than what they've been doing. The one a yeah. month they've had, Interesting. It's, it's worked so far. So I think I kind of want to add here, lifetime sales for, and I'm not sure this number is exact, but for wind waker, like on GameCube, which is a lot of people's favorite game. We're at 4.6 million lifetime. Yeah. And that, you know, that was forever. So, um, just, just as an idea, like, oh God, we even know Skyward Sword. I'm kind of curious to know, but yeah, this, this game's tracking pretty well. Um, the interesting thing to me, uh, I think is arms because that's kind of a good test for the system. Cause it's, it's a new IP. It wasn't, it didn't have quite as much hype as some of the other things It didn't even get received quite as well as some other things, right? Like it's Metacritic's like a, a high seventies but still was able to like get some excitement and sell over a million copies in a pretty short period of time. It makes me think like um, Mario plus Rabbids is going to sell 3.5 million oh, they, easy. They have another three, three million, uh, another three games that are going to sell over a million for the rest of the year, probably for sure. So oh, two, easy, two yeah. uh, Mario, obviously Odyssey and then Mario and Rabbids. Uh, I just let you know, I lost your video on. Uh, okay. I'll refresh it and yeah, probably show no big deal. Um, so yeah, let me, uh, bring up the thing, the list. Yeah. So like, yeah, all those games are going to continue to sell well. Uh, I think, uh, we talked a little bit about it earlier. Capcom talking about they're bringing revelations and one and two to, to the switch. Uh, I think third party. And the reason they, they said they're doing that is because, uh, their games have sold better. I think super, uh, no, what, what was the Capcom game on uh, yeah, street fighter street, street fighter, fighter, which was, which kind of got crapped on a little bit review wise, but so that, uh, went above their expectations. So yeah, at $40, like street fighter two, uh, sure. It's like an, a slightly updated version, but it's just the same one that they updated a few years ago at $40 exceeded their expectations. Uh, that's a really good sign. I think that third party developers and publishers can expect at least for the time being, while people are still super hungry for our software on their switches um, to benefit from that. Hopefully Capcom doesn't um, just crap out revelations one and two, and they miss the window where people are still that excited and people don't buy it as much. And they're like, Oh, we give up and we're not going to try anymore, but, but we'll see how that goes. Last Here's story. Wait, wait, real quick. Oh, no, go so ahead. Yeah, Breath please. of Wild has outsold Skyward Sword. But wow. not Link's crossbow training. <laughs> well, nothing's going to ever outsell <laughs> Link's crossbow training. Isn't that sad that Link's crossbow training outsold Skyward Sword? People just wanted anything like like it. Like, that was Wii-ish. Yeah, at that point. Yeah, man. What a weird system. That's a, <laughs> right? I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that outsold Skyward Sword. Jeez. 
I mean, this was based off a game facts post, maybe. So maybe I don't know, but it's, I, 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 mean, I wouldn't be too surprised because I mean, by then, by the time Skyward Sword came out, people were over the Wii in a hard way. So it's still weird. I still have no idea what the Link's, uh, or not what the Link, the Wii's uh, legacy is. Yeah, I don't know no, if it's good or bad yet. <laughs> no, like, yeah, we're, I mean, I, it's so hard to reflect on that still because I think there's just so much animosity towards motion controls. But yeah, that's a whole other conversation. Uh, last news story here, uh, Metroid Samus's returns hard mode is going to be locked behind Amiibo apparently. So you're going to have to buy the $30 Amiibo pack to unlock the hard mode. Uh, that's kind of nuts, right? That's kind of insane. Um, yeah, I, I guess, I mean, it'd be one thing if this was some sort of feature that is a staple yeah. of the Metroid games. As far as I can recall, I don't really remember hard modes being much of a, a Metroid thing. You know, that's a pretty good point. Uh, it feels like something new, but it's just, it, if you like look at it in the, um, you know, the, the legacy of all games, like this is something sure. that just would be included for free in most games. I mean, a similar thing kind of happened with Shovel Knight at first, right? Where people were mad that it's, you needed its amiibo to unlock a co-op mode. They were adding to the game, but at least that was post-release content. And it's amiibo is, you know, a single amiibo. That Can you just use the old Samus amiibo to unlock I, it? I don't, I don't think so. I think the, the, the basically what the story is saying is that it's going to be that $30, like two pack. And that's the only way to get it. Um, well, that's a little crappy. Yeah, I, it's not, not ideal. I, I, I mean, I'm probably not going to play the hard mode. So, but still, at the same time, it's just it's weird. It's I mean, it's just not the kind of like extra content that like it just feels lazy. And they could be doing something like it would exciting. be much better if it just like unlocked an outfit, kind of like yeah. Remember, like in Metroid Prime, you can use the fusion outfit if you've linked up your Game Boy or something. Like that would have probably made more sense. There's a lot of Metroid outfits too at this point. Yeah, at this point, it just feels like like they're uh, looking for bullet points to slap on these products to sell more of them, uh, in the same way they 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 did with um, the Zelda DLC, where they're like, "Oh, here's the map stuff that should be free, but we're going to include it in the Zelda DLC to get you to buy it." So, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, I think that's going to do it for the news. Uh, we're going to take just a quick break for uh, a word from our sponsors, and then when we get back, we're going to talk about who should be on the Mount Rushmore of games. Me. Uh, does that does that sound good to you, Mike? Yes, I'm on it. Okay. Oh, yeah, I definitely. Live there Mike, now. Yeah, right next to Bubsy and Blinks. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're going to go to the break. We'll be right back. Whether developing, playing, or simply hosting games on a server, Intel makes it happen. And Intel wants to make sure the biggest innovations in gaming continue to happen on the PC by giving developers a hand with the Intel Game Dev Program. All you have to do is sign up and Intel will provide the resources necessary to help you continue to innovate and make gaming even more amazing. Head on over to the Game Dev program at software.intel.com slash gamedev to get started. Again, that URL is software.intel.com slash gamedev. And we are back. Okay, Mr. Minotti. Um, I guess we should probably start here. Uh, who's on the real Mount Rushmore? I'm going there this week, and I don't even know if I can name everybody. Uh, I can remember everybody. What are you, some sort of moron? Yeah, I think it might be some. I, think <laughs> might be, I don't know. I don't know. Want me to tell you? <laughs> okay, let me try. I mean, okay. I, I, I mean, I th I, the easy ones. Okay, it's probably Washington. 
uh, Lincoln, and is it both Roosevelts? No, is it not? Okay, is it one, is it is it Teddy Roosevelt? Is he one of them? Yes. Okay, and then hmm, let me think. Jefferson? Yes, Jefferson. Okay, I did it. You did it. Yeah, it took two tries. I'm a genius. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we did it. Now yeah, that we all right. Figured that out. Yeah, I mean, it was really. I mean, who else could it be? It wasn't going to be like Taft or Polk. So. Yeah, they need to Mount Rushmore too. Uh, Mount, Mount Rushmore Legacy Collection too. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so the idea here is let's pick four fictional game characters that should be up there. Uh, it might be as easy as the process of elimination we just I just did with the real presidents. Um, I, I mean, I we could start with the easiest ones. Yeah, you just want to? I mean, Mario. Yeah. Sure. No one can argue yeah. against Mario. Then. I feel like Link should also probably be there. Right? Yeah, but which was... one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, if, barring that discussion, that yeah, he does feel like he in, in my heart, he's always been the Abraham Lincoln of video games. So yeah, definitely yeah. get get for Link up there. For yeah, unsegregating the light world and the dark world. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's great. So yeah. wait, well, I mean, <laughs> we can't just turn it into a Nintendo Matt Rushmore. That's right. Yes. So. You can't put I mean, Samus up there. Samus is probably not. I love Samus. Probably not that important. Right. I, I do think these are probably the only two Nintendo characters that get up there. Because uh, it's yeah, weird. You, there are some people who, like, maybe five years ago, I would have wanted to put up there, like Gordon Freeman or or, or Solid Snake, that now yes. seem less relevant. Right. Uh, and I mean, like, if you okay, so if we like again, we look to the real one. Like all of those presidents have long lasting legacies that like affected let's still affect us to this day like even like theodore roosevelt who's one of the more contemporary presidents on there so it's like yeah i think long-lasting legacies that would reverberate to this day in the world of gaming is is one of the big considerations here so let's say let's say mario is the washington yes the the founding father and then abraham lincoln Lincoln. yeah this is the jefferson he's like kind of from he's, he's kind of an old guy too yeah and like did a bunch of milestone things like he wasn't like huh He's never, he's never number one. No one's ever going to say he's the best. But right. Well, if you're in the South, you'll say he's the best. But but yes, no, I agree. Yeah. Um, Actually, my favorite president. Did you know that? And you know what? I didn't, Mike. Let's talk more about we're your favorites. More. We're learning. Yeah, more we're, we're, we're learning. Yeah, I went to Monticello. A lot about it, Mike Minotti. Beautiful. It's great. Well, yeah, that's uh, an impressive place. Uh, so, what's uh, the Monticello of of gaming, though? Wiley's Castle, because it can just be Mega Man. No, Mega God, I don't I know if Mega Man makes Mega it Man. cut. He's, yeah. Because they don't do anything with Mega Man anymore. Like, uh, what's upon a time? I'll just ask it. I mean, is it Sonic? No, they've ruined Sonic for a while. Maybe he'll get well, I better mean, again. Slavery but he still means Thomas Jefferson. Something, something. <laughs> yeah, I guess so, right? Sonic does I mean, still mean something, huh? I mean, Sonic Adventure 2 is not quite as bad as slavery. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic 06, though, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, we're getting closer. <laughs> uh, oh man, uh, um, I'm just it, yes. He has a dark legacy that I think I think he might still. Legacy. I think he still might need to be up there. <laughs> uh, I like this idea that that Sonic the Hedgehog is the tallest Jefferson of gaming. <laughs> You've convinced me. Okay, who next to Teddy Roosevelt? Who's the young? Yeah, Huxley? so this I think this is the much more difficult one. So I, I mean, I think those were all three of those were super easy, and like I said, the process of elimination. Uh, the fourth Crash one, though. 
Okay, he might be, but there, we got to come yeah. up with some others, like just to co- like to compete against him. Uh, I mean, you're right, Gordon Freeman, Snake, the maybe Is Laura Croft, maybe because like Laura Croft was like pr- very popular, then kind of going down, but now she's you know she's back up again. Yeah, but, uh, but it doesn't feel like the same Laura Cro- Laura Croft like, in a way. Yeah, what Laura Croft did you even put up there? Yeah, I'm gonna. I need to look at a list of famous game characters. We put Nathan Drake on there. Or is he done now already? He's he's not gonna be relevant. Yeah, it. yeah. It feels like yeah, you know, they're like putting him on the shelf. Like, is it Kratos? It's not Kratos. I don't want Kratos on my Mount Rushmore. I don't want Kratos. Oh, oh, uh, mm, I hate to say it. Maybe Master Chief. Yeah, Master Chief. I've never really S- liked Halo. Scorpion. Scorpion. Eh. Sub Zero. No. Yeah. If if you if it could be either or in the same game, you probably don't deserve to be on. Yeah, you're right. If you could just but, replace Scorpion with Sub Zero, it would be the same effect. Then no, same, like same with Ryu and Ken. Um, I know that I know this is not our fault. I mean, we and we've already named one in Lara Croft. But are there any other women characters that like? This is not our fault that there are like there's such a dearth for so long of like like Chun-Li, yeah, I mean, maybe the, the big ones are Lara Croft and Samus. And yeah, Bayonetta. there's a lot of ones who have been like maybe two or even even three really good games, but right, but they don't have it's yeah, they just don't have. I don't think you can be in three games and be on the Mount Rushmore, right? And like, so we don't want this to be the Nintendo thing. Do we need to go older? Is this do we what about Pac Man? Do we care about Pac Man anymore? I don't know if I care. That I mean, I, I do, and in, in, in like the way that it like. Like, okay, if you imagine, like, they were really building this, and all the game companies were trying to, like, yeah. you know, you know, curry favor and make arguments of trying to build up a thing, like, Namco would definitely be pointing to Pac-Man fever and all this stuff, and it's, like, it's cultural importance at the time and how long it's lasted, uh, and, and I think they would have an argument there. Here's my, my problem is that there hasn't been, I guess what you say is about Mario, too, it's just there hasn't been, like, a fin. Like so much of what drives Pac-Man now isn't just nostalgia, right? Mm-hmm. Like even when, even when they make, even when everybody makes a Pac-Man game that people like anymore, it's basically just plays like the old Pac-Man. There's not been like there hasn't, you know, there hasn't been the Super Mario Galaxy of Pac-Man games or the Breath of the Wild of Pac-Man games, right? But I mean, like, I guess we look at like. Like, like, well, yeah, but like Sonic, um, at least, least he tries. Had, he had a, yeah, he, he had a run. There's like Sonic Mania is kind of, kind of going back to that stuff. But he had like a, like a long run uh, that covered multiple systems. Pac-Man was always just kind of the arcade. And then everything after that, like, I love Pac-Man, uh, you know, DX or whatever. But. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm always a little guilty of kind of being like video games didn't exist before the NES. Sometimes yeah. in my mindset. And, and in a way, I think it's true. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it didn't. But. I, I mean, it's almost like you know, Pac-Man was probably a little bit bigger, but like Donkey Kong was like almost just as popular. And I know we're not going to put another Nintendo character on there, but just in that conversation, I, I almost I'm starting to like look back at some of the ones we've mentioned, and I'm almost starting to think that uh, that while I agree with you that um, he's never been big for me, Master Chief might be number four. Master Chief seems to make sense. He's, he's still a thing. It was yeah, a big he, it, deal. He's very much like it's very much like a uh, almost a mascot in a new way, uh, a, a new generation of mascot. And it, like, do, do do we feel bad at this point that Sony's not represented? Like, um, yeah, but like, I mean, you're right. Like Nathan Drake would maybe be the biggest one. I I, I know it's not uh, Sony, but like it was a Sony system. Cloud Strife, maybe. But uh, no, nah, like it, like in, in a way that there are just so many different characters to choose from. From Final Fantasy, it's hard to just. Yeah, the problem with out. Sony is that all of their franchises are very cyclical, right? None of them stay around forever. Right. You can't put Crash on there. You can't put like, you know, 
Ratchet yeah. Clank even had its time. Spyro. Yeah. Now I, mean, I, I like, think Crash is close, but I think if you if Crash you start saying close, Crash, he's just he's starting to come back, but he was gone for so long. Right, and he and he only had that very like short run of like very good games, and then yeah, yeah, he was he's over one. Con- he was a big deal one console cycle, and then right, now and, and he just got him back. He just got dropped like a, a sack of rocks, uh, and. And in the way that Crash Bandicoot wasn't long-lasting, Master Chief very much was and still is, kind of. That's the, that's the difference between Crash Bandicoot and Sonic. There was a bunch of bad Crash games and everyone just stopped caring. It's been mm-hmm. a bunch of bad Sonic games, but people still care. For some right, reason, yes, right? totally, yes. Like he, There's a there's an, uh, sort of underlying appeal of the Sonic character that continues to not just bring in like old fans. Like He is so huge with kids. Kids mm-hmm. are crazy about Sonic. Every new generation still loves him, even though there aren't good games involving him. I guess it's just the damn cartoons. I don't know. Chili dogs. Kids love chili dogs. They very much relate. Does he even eat chili dogs anymore? I don't know. I, I don't, yeah, I don't know either. I, 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 this might surprise you, Mike. I don't watch the cartoon. I used to. You see, they're ending the Ar- the Archie comic of Sonic. I used to Are they really? love that thing. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're going to have a new publisher. I think they're going to reset it. But Mar- which is does, weird because it was like one of the longest running comics for beta. I, I that was the only comic I ever um, subscribed to in the mail. I loved that comic when I was a kid. Is it Ryu? If it's not Master Chief, is it Ryu? Ryu, no, God, no. I guess it's because he just there's some, there's like so many other Street Fighter characters. Even though Ryu is the biggest one, there's other Street Fighter characters that would almost be there. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, it's Max Payne. Max Payne, definitely. Max Payne for sure. <laughs> it's probably Ezio Auditore di Frenzy. No, Ezio's had his time. It's probably Rayman. No, yeah, I think it's Master oh. Chief. It's Master Chief. In fact, I'm almost feeling better about Master Chief than Sonic now. I almost wonder if you could put a Sonic character in for Sonic, but I don't think you can. Like I said, there's just not one. Like Nathan yeah. Drake would almost be the best in a way, but he's I don't know. I mean, I I would like to get like Lara Croft in there, but she just had that really long period of of bad games. Like after three, I, I mean, I guess yeah. there was some good ones here and there, but and it, yeah. And the, yeah, the character's just been rebooted so hard. It's so she's so different than what she was that it, I think that makes it even more difficult to put her. Of course, up they there. rebooted Sonic. A lot of these things you're saying are also just true of Sonic. Yeah, I I know, but like I think uh, Sonic. Different. I don't know why it's like an evolution. It's like an evolution as opposed to like a, a casting like a completely different photorealistic character in the the boots of Lara Croft. I don't know. It, it it's like hard to explain, but yeah, I think there's something different there. So okay. So yes, we uh, on our Mount Rushmore of games. I think we've got it locked in now at this point. It is Mario, Link, Sonic, and Master Chief. And Kratos. Sounds sounds fine. I mean, it's like those first the first two are so gimmies, and it, it does get a little bit more like and yeah, no, I mean arguments to be had for sure. Yes, totally. But it, just it, like it, as you could argue, it's not like you know Teddy Roosevelt really the the fourth best president ever. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, and it's like yeah, why is it just a bunch of like white dudes up there or whatever, but like, yeah, it's just kind of the way that the history of the damn thing works. Yeah. At least, at least until, you know, they finally uh, get rid of the Washington part and put Trump in his proper place. Exactly. I mean, it's going to happen. Then we'll have an orange, orange person up there. Finally. Yeah. Repre- yeah. Diversity. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for us. I like that. That was a, uh, that was easy as easy as I was expecting, but still fun. Um, cool. All right, Mike, I'm, I'm going to go back to vacation. I'm gonna go back to work. Go back to picking up, like doing all my jobs for me. Yeah, I will. including this including one, apparently. no, including like put, making a post for this, which I'm, I'll just send you the video and the audio. Oh, that's fine. Well, that's yeah, easy. totally. Sure. Cool. Yeah. 
Uh, all, right. all right, and that yeah, I'm gonna go actually drive to Mount Rushmore, and I'll, I'll come back and I'll report if they've actually finally put you know Luigi over Lord Trump in his place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Luigi, yes. Yeah. Oh no, wait. Well, we, we we forgot to put Waluigi on on our Mount Rushmore. Oh. So there's like an awful one where it's like Waluigi, Bubsy, and like. <laughs> oh come on, Waluigi's not in the Bubsy camp. That's unfair. Oh, Maybe he is. Waluigi, gonna... Bubsy, Blinks. Um, who's the fourth? Blinks. Yeah, Blink's, Blink's the time funny. cat. Blink's is just Bubsy, but like yeah. for a new age. <laughs> yeah, like Captain Blasto or whatever, whatever that PlayStation. Blasto, character. AJ loves Blasto. You better, you better watch out your toe with him. I mean, I AJ like Blasto Blast. too, but it's, AJ AJ's got to know it's a bad game though. Um, I like it too, but it's bad. Jazz, yeah, there you go. Well. Uh, until they actually build yes. that and they need our help. Yes, yeah, that is exactly who it would be. Well done. All right. We pulled it out there at the end. So we've actually done two now. Two Mount Rushmores. Uh, until they need a third, we're going to go uh, take another break until next week. Join us then. Um, in between now and then, however, Mike, tell everyone where they can find you on the internet. You can find me uh, at Tolkoto on Twitter, T-O-L-K-O-T-O. Also do the Exploring Barrel podcast every week. That's at ebpodcast.com. And uh, I'm always writing on Games Beat, so keep going there. And I am Jeff Grubb on Twitter. I don't have the doc open anymore, Mike, so if you've written something funny. I forgot to this time anyway, so whatever. YouTube.com slash Jeffrey Grubb for videos. I sometimes put videos up there. I'm also streaming a lot of PUBG on Twitch right now, so twitch.com slash Jeff Grubb. Um, probably going to play a little bit more this week. Obviously not while I'm driving. Uh, I'm going to have to go cold turkey on that, Mike. It's going to hurt. Uh, yeah, I'll try to play some new games for next week. We'll talk about that. Uh, until then, you guys take it easy. We'll see you then. Bye.